Hi, I'm the Moroccan Angel, and I'm here to help others set things right with their Maker. Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well today. So I have something that I want to share with you. On... I am a contributor on Quora, <clears throat> and I asked a question, and this question was, Jesus said that a true biblical Christian will do what he did, and this is in the book of John. So my question was, why hasn't one Christian raised the dead? As a matter of fact, their loved ones are still in the graves. Why? Well, I got a, a number of responses and I, I, I want to thank those who did respond. But sadly, to be expected, <laughs> I've noticed that the professing Christians who responded to my question more in a sense made personal excuses as to why they did not biblically possess the supernatural power of Christ. None of the answers were biblically aligned. In black and white, without question, Jesus said very plainly and clearly, simple enough to be understood by even the youngest of learners. He said, Truly, truly, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater, he said, greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And this is in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 12, and I'm reading from the King James Version. It's so disappointing when adults have difficulty understanding the simplicity of what is written, to the extent of inserting their own opinions as to why they do not see the manifestation of Jesus' words in their own lives. <laughs> Some have even childishly resorted to calling me names in an attempt to belittle me, and no doubt believe they are manifesting the true spirit of Christ. <laughs> I've even been told that the works, the quote-unquote works that Jesus did, are not actually works, but things like evangelism or raising the quote-unquote spiritually dead or charity work. <laughs> None of which are scripturally accurate. I don't recall any scripture that says Jesus passed around the hat and said contribute or, you know, <laughs> bless the Lord. 
Well, in John 15, Jesus stated, If I had not done among them the works which none other man did, this is in John 15 and 24. Well, the original Greek word for works is ergon, meaning deeds. Well, what deeds did Jesus do that no other man did? Some have said, well, he kept the law. Well, so did others. That's not something no other man did. And there are those who are terribly deceived in that regard. But I want to shed a little light on that. In Luke chapter 1 verse 6, and this is for those who believe that only Jesus was righteous, that nobody else kept the law. And this is just one. <laughs> this is just one. Because it only takes one. And it states, and they were both righteous. It's speaking of Zacharias and Elizabeth, the parents of John the Baptist. And they were both righteous before God walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. So for those who say there is none righteous, and then you read the scripture, your mind is going to kick out one or the other. And you will have a propensity towards what your spirit desires. If you desire the truth, you're going to seek out why there's a contrast between those scriptures. If you're seeking out the truth, you're going to dig deeper and try to understand why there appears to be conflict between those two scriptures. This is something that forces you to look at the reality and the facts of what you're claiming. When you have a scripture that says, there are none righteous, no, not one. And then I just gave you two from the book of Luke. <laughs> Think about it. And there's the scripture that says, all scripture is inspired by the spirit of God. And I'm going to tell you something. Pastors are trained to explain away the conflict of scriptures. I'm here to teach you how to face them. I'm here to tell you why they're there. Pastors appeal to your emotions. I appeal with your ability to reason with the facts. Hmm. <laughs> So what were these works? So the works that Jesus did throughout the Gospels, written over and over and over again, is that he healed. He healed the physical body to restore life. It does not state in the scriptures that he healed their quote-unquote spirit, or that he quote-unquote spiritually raised Lazarus from the dead. This is nonsense. It's deceptive and it's wrong. Jesus said that those who are truly his disciples 
and believe in him, the evidence of this will be in the deeds that they do. Why? Tell me why. <laughs> because the deeds will be a manifestation of his true indwelling spirit. It is a spiritual possession. The Spirit of Christ will literally manifest itself through the true believer, the one who truly submitted to him. This is why they will do what he did. Well, what did he do? He healed. <laughs> he supernaturally healed. And he raised the dead. Jesus said not only will they do what he did, but greater works than he did. And this is reconfirmed in a number of scriptures throughout the text. So you see, those who concoct excuses as to why they have not seen the manifestation of this, or behave ill-mannered towards me for presenting this, are in complete misalignment of the New Testament scriptures. It's not my words. <laughs> I didn't make this up. It's the words, the direct words, written within the scriptures by the very Lord the professing Christian claims to serve. And here's the thing. It is written that those who do not possess the Spirit of Christ are none of His. That's Romans 8 and 9 in the King James Version, remember. This is what's written. And yet there are those who still create their own meanings and philosophies and opinions regarding these very clear written verses, so clear that even a kindergartner can understand it. It's a clear biblical warning. Like, how simple is this? If you do not have the Spirit of Christ, you're none of His. If His Spirit does not indwell within you, you're not His. Like, that's, that's so simple. <laughs> and how do you know that His Spirit dwells within you? What did He say biblically? Not what you wished for, not what you, you know, what somebody else told you. What is, what's written? <laughs> What did he say, actually? He said, the way you know that his spirit is in you, that you truly believe in him, not what you really want to believe, but the evidence of him truly dwelling within you is that you'll do what he did. Because that's actually his spirit walking through you. Paul said, I died. It's Christ who lives through and in me. It's a spiritual possession. And this is a clear biblical warning. You can reject it, you can resist it, but what's written is written. I didn't write it. <laughs> Those who do not acknowledge the clarity and the simplicity of what Jesus spoke they're spoken of within the scriptures as those who have a 
form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. That's in 2 Timothy 3 and 5. Now the original Greek word for power is dunamis. <laughs> Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? That specifically means miraculous power. Denying the miraculous power of Christ. It's not miraculous to get chemotherapy. It's not miraculous to take antidepressant pills. Do you hear me? It's not miraculous to take Robitussin. <laughs> There's people walking about wannabe Christians. That's what I think the appropriate term should be. <laughs> They're claiming to be Christians and don't even have the power to pray away a cold. <laughs> Hmm. And they'll throw every excuse at you, every reason why they can't, why they haven't, from because it's not Jesus' will that everyone is healed, to um, not everybody is supposed to heal, down to it's the fault of the person they're even praying for that they don't believe enough wannabe Christians because they don't have a spirit they have no biblical manifestation of the spirit it's just based on emotions they say well when I was baptized I became I felt like this overwhelming sense of love and peace and comfort I just knew <laughs> I just knew he was with me. I just knew he was in my spirit. There's nothing in scripture that says that. That's unscriptural. He never said that. Because emotions can be tricked. In 2 Timothy 3 and 5, when he said those who have a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, he said, get away from them. He wants to get away from this type of professing Christian. Who makes the claim but lacks the power. You know the word for deny in the original Greek is arneomai, meaning to refuse or contradict or like uh, to be in conflict with. When the scripture states that they have a form of godliness but there is a conflict. They contradict the true power of Christ. In the book of Acts, he said to wait there, and when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall receive power. That same word is dunamis. They will receive miraculous power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon them after the Spirit of Christ has indwelled them. Hagias Numa, 
Aperkamai. After the Holy Ghost has indwelled them. And those who do not have the Spirit do not have the power. This power is given when the Holy Spirit is there. That's New Testament scripture. They're not true biblical Christians, and they're void of His Spirit. Is this tough to hear? Well, yeah, <laughs> but it's what's written. You must accept what is written or choose another religion. But to design your own in the name of Christianity is the wrong thing to do. Hence the mass deception and confusion within the Christian church with 30,000 different sects. Think about it. Each of them are saying they have the Holy Spirit. That same Holy Spirit that is supposed to guide you into all truth, and yet there's 30,000 different beliefs within one Christian umbrella. Jesus. You mean to tell me he has 30 different explanations for what he said? <laughs> no. No, somebody got it wrong. Many have asked me why, why I'm no longer a Christian. I'll tell you why. And yes, it hurts. Because I see the deception made evident in the very ones who claim to serve Him. And yet do not even acknowledge the simplicity of His words, much less obey it. And when they're called out, it is these very Christians who hurl the nastiest insults and make excuses as to why he didn't mean what he said. It's disappointing to say the least. Since a little girl I've seen these things. I would ask the Creator why. Why do people say they love you? But their actions are completely different. They have dark hearts to deceive, to carry out their own lust, their own agenda, and do not honor the one who gave them life. It is the God of Israel who has shown me the truth of it. Many, many, many say things with their tongues. I've learned this the hard way. But their hearts are full of deceit and wickedness towards their Maker. Hmm. But the Day of Judgment is approaching. And the hypocrite, and they who put their hands to iniquity, shall not stand in His presence. Please take care. And remember, always do what is right. It matters.